0: Back, everybody. Bob Stopper, Brendan Escott joining you. Opening day of training camp. It is 105 in Edmonton. The Edmonton Oilers signing. Uh, The deal actually got consummated late yesterday. Ryan McLeod, a one year deal, 798,000 team, released it this morning at 9 a.m. This is the second era of Oilers now. It is brought to you by Digitex. Digitex Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. In this hour, momentarily, um, we will have uh, John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling and Edmonton Oil Kings General Manager Kurt Hill with a dramatically different looking lineup after a team that had five players uh, that played for the World Junior Squad to end up in the Memorial Cup Final. This is going to be a rebuilding year. Lots of opportunities for some young players. Conversely, the Oilers uh, start training camp today as a team that's uh, probably a top two favorite in the Pacific Division and uh, Certainly a team that many people think will finish in the top eight. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Get the new floors you've always wanted. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Open Monday to Saturday. We are going to head off to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. And welcome back to the show for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, uh, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling. Most days, uh, John will join us for most weeks on Monday and Thursday. John Shannon, our NHL insider. John, how you doing?
1: I'm great, Bob, and uh, thanks for the vote of confidence, and uh, thanks to the people at Legacy for uh, for being so uh, amenable to be the sponsor.
0: Yeah, we uh, we moved you by a day, just uh, around a bit. Uh, as you know, uh, we moved back and uh, and brought in Frank Saravalli. and so we're going to split Frank and Elliot uh, apart by a couple days so we can capitalize on their resource space. And now we're going to, just before, we've talked a bit about McLeod already. We're going to get to that later on. Uh, I know you saw the story in the New York Post, uh, and it has to be a little bit concerning for the National Hockey League. If people are unaware, Bali Sports, which is uh, 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 with the Sinclair Group, uh, they purchased, I guess, the old Fox Sports. uh, Right,
1: well, listen, so Sinclair Group uh, is a giant broadcasting company in the United States. They own a lot of uh, network affiliates. Uh, through, all, through all four networks, uh, they've just started up a new regional sports network in Chicago called Marquee Sports with the Chicago Cubs. Uh, they, they bought the regional sports networks, those 17 or 18 Fox regionals. Um, quite frankly, they, they thought there was a, a real market. And what's happened is in the last three years, technology has changed and it has turned away from the RSNs. And and really, and this is something. And the the article in New York in the Post, which I'm sure you've posted, um, is 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 accurate. Because what's happened is is that teams are finding it's probably more advantageous uh, to invest in their own regional sports networks uh-huh. in order to try to
0: make the best of it. That really is the key. So, but we should explain. Like they're in like financial trouble right now. Is that fair to say? This this Valley Sports.
1: No, I, I do. I think they're in trouble. No, I just think that their their profit margins the profit margins in regional sports in in the United States, Bob, used to be north of twenty percent. Okay, it, it was a really good money maker. Um, and, you know, it was something that a lot of people, even you know, the New York Yankees, got into it. And and you know, when I was at MLSE, we tried to get into it. Um, you know, this is something that a lot of teams have always looked into. Uh, but it, in its heyday, was a real profit generator. Now it's less than ten percent. Now the the monies aren't near the, the margins aren't near what they were. And so, when, when big companies, particularly public companies, see their profit margins go down. The first thing they try to do is divest, and that's exactly what's happening with Sinclair and the RSNs.
0: All right, so and by RSNs, you mean regional sport networks, and we should mention that the the story that reads in the New York Post is, Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL may orchestrate a buyout of the nation's dominant owner of regional sports TV network, whose shaky finances pose an increasing threat to their teams. Uh, the trio of sports leagues are expected to soon begin talks with Diamond Sports, which operate 21 regional Valley Sport networks that account for more than half of the local broadcast markets around the country. All right, here's where it gets in. This is why it ties into winners now. There's 12 NHL teams that are a part of that group, that are a part of Bally Sports right now. And yep. as you know, where does... Wh- so we all know that there's a national rights deal Uh, that the league orchestrates, and then each of the teams get a percentage of that, on the regional deals, the money goes to the respective teams. So could this potentially, potentially impact the salary cap in the future? Because, you know, frankly, Gary Bettman and Bill Daly, John, they've been fairly bullish about the team's uh, financial future and the fact that we may see uh, the cap rise not next summer, where it's going to go from 82.5 to 83.5, but substantially in subsequent summers because of the TNT and ESPN deal. Could this perhaps kibosh that to a certain degree?
1: Uh, um, I, I don't think so. Uh, simply because if the, if the leagues get involved, uh, what they will do is they will tailor the rules that the regional sports networks have had to live by to better affect what the teams can do uh, for, for the sake of argument. Um, and this is difficult a lot for for many Canadians to understand, but uh, if I'm in Columbus uh, and I don't have a Valley Sports Ohio, um, I don't get to see the Columbus Blue Jackets uh, even in the NHL package because I'm in their territory. But what what will happen is the, the NHL will change the streaming rules. The Major League Baseball will change the streaming rules. The NBA will change the streaming rules so that if I'm in Ohio and I don't have Valley Sports Ohio, but I do have it uh, on, on the lead packages, I'll probably be able to watch the Jackets. I'll be able to watch the Cleveland Cavaliers, and I'll be able to watch both the Cincinnati Reds and the Cleveland Guardians. That's what this is all about. Uh, this, is, this is the evolution of, uh, of sports, broadcast sports, through technology and what's happened now is because valley or or sinclair is a third party they they haven't been given those rights near that the leagues will give themselves those rights that that's my personal opinion but i this is this is i haven't you know I, i have friends in a few nhl cities and they still have friends in the league office this is something i've been advocating since since fox put them up for sale you know buy your own network create your own content Control your content and 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 build on that. Um, and I think that I think that that that, that this pressure that the, the leagues and the teams are now under because Sinclair's not willing to invest in them. I think that they finally realize that hey, that might not be a bad idea. How much uh,
0: How much longer is the NHL hockey and Rogers national deal, John? Do you know off the top? Four. Of oh, it's still four. four. It's still four more years. Yes, sir. Okay. And then uh, for the regional rights dealer for the owners, I believe, John, one more year on that deal? I'm, I'm not sure,
1: Bob. Um, okay. I, I'm not sure. Remember, that deal was signed uh, at, at a very, very interesting time as COVID started. Yep. Uh, and whether there were some triggers in that or not, but uh, I'm not sure the length of the regional deal. It certainly expires long before the national deal does.
0: Yes, and I I guess where I'm going with this, I mean, the Edmonton Oilers are, we know they're going to be a good team. I mean, I think that's fair. To me, this is not like the 2017. They've got a a plethora of younger players that are closer to pushing and support Their star players are better players, more well-rounded players. Uh, There's more depth that's been built into the organization, and the know. The day they've got the most exciting player on the planet he is literally must watch tv and that bodes well for edmonton at least in the immediate short term doesn't it in terms of let's just say a year from now the regional rights deal is up that's an attractive commodity to have to have i mean you worked on maple leaf sports entertainment and once the games went off because you guys used to get some maple leaf games on mlse yeah. did you not
1: yes we did we got 20 games right
0: and that's yeah, you had- which was
1: which was enough which was enough to justify a subscription basis for a, for a TV network. Yes.
0: Yes. All right. So there you go. That's so it.
1: The, the the interesting thing about Edmonton, Bob, and we have talked about this in the last four or five years on this show, is uh, the Edmonton Oilers as a television product are always a guaranteed view. Um, you know, whoever the rights holder was over the years. Uh, you knew that you were guaranteed quality numbers with the Edmonton Oilers. It speaks to the diehard nature of Northern Alberta fans. It speaks to the entertainment value of the hockey club, even when it's losing. Uh, and then you add on top of that, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, and a winning record. Uh, and it does make it that much more attractive for anybody who who wants to take control of the rights uh, when the contract expires,
0: we're joined by John Shannon, our NHL insider for Legacy Heating and Cooling. He joins us twice a week. We uh, we we announce the launch of our. Uh, I don't know. Are we going to paraphrase uh, the O.J. Simpson trial, the, the Oilers now dream team? we got yeah, John, we call
1: them the dream team.
0: John, we down the dream team. John Shannon on Monday, Frank Zarevalli on Tuesday, Mark Spector on Wednesday, uh, Louis DeBrusque on Thursday, uh, and then Elliott Friedman on Friday. And John will join us for a second hit on Thursday and spec most Fridays as well. All right, the news of the day for the Edmonton Oilers. Not the first time they got a little bit of a break on a deal, which is perhaps a sign of where things are headed. And, and the reality is, Ryan McLeod really didn't have the hammer in this negotiation. He did not have any arm rights, but I got to tell you, I didn't see him coming in below the QO.
1: No, but it, there's there's a couple things at play here, um, and and Kenny really, uh, Kenny was pretty transparent in his in his. Uh, press briefing yesterday about this. It's going to be a one-year deal. Um, and by the way, it's nice to sign an NHL contract on your birthday, isn't it, like Ryan did? Sure. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, why not? But but um, Ryan understands where the team is. Uh, Bill Scott and, and Kenton were very, very open with the issues that, uh, with uh, Joe Resnick, his, uh, with Ryan's agent and with Ryan, about what they were up against. I mean, this team is still paying dead money to three players. James Neal, Milan Lucic, Andre Sekera becomes a problem. Um, really what this means, um, that Ryan McLeod is guaranteed to be an Evan Euler for two years. Not one year and a one-year contract, but two years, because next year, um, he, has, he does have arbitration rights, uh, and, and obviously there'll be a qualifying offer at that point. The Oilers love this guy. Uh, I don't think anybody, Bob, and you, you were there for every game. I watched every game. Uh, I don't think any player benefited more from the playoff run for this quad than Ryan McLeod uh, and benefited more from Jay Woodcroft behind the bench than Ryan McLeod. And I think those are key things. This guy is going to be a cornerstone for the Edmonton Oilers for a long time. They have made that clear to him. They've made it clear to his representative. And I think that everybody understood the obstacles the hockey club was under, and that's why this deal came in. I think in the end, over a beer, if you sat with Ryan and you sat with his people and his family, he would say, well, that was my qualifying offer. It was close to my qualifying offer. I'll take it. Um, uh, You know, I think everybody wants to sign him to a long-term deal, but right now, cap issues are cap issues. Players that thought we were going to, that that the organization was going to move aren't moving. Um, And so Ryan McLeod uh, has to face that music because this is the only time in his playing uh, playing career that it's team advantage, right? You know that, Bob. It's team advantage right now. You get to a certain point after the Arbright's and it's player advantage. And they and both Resnick, the agent, Ryan McLeod, understood that, and certainly the Oilers understood that.
0: Well, Ryan McLeod, at the end of the day, outscored, uh, yes, the Army playoff goals. And, uh, I mean, he played further down the lineup to start and ended up obviously working his way higher up. It's going to – look, I, I think we both know uh, – it would not surprise me if the Oilers end up doing a – you know, a, a two or three-year deal in the next deal with this guy because he's 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 got tremendous upside. He can really transport the puck. Uh, John, John, there's an, there's another player in the mix here. And based on the lines today, he might be having to play his way up in training camp. It's pretty, uh, and and you know what the lines are. But uh, you know they had McDavid with Kane and Yamamoto. They had uh, Leon Draisaitl, Zach Hyman, and Yessel Puliyarvi. McLeod with Rnh and Fogel, and then Shore with Yanmark and Ryan. That meant Dylan Holloway wasn't in the top 12 when we started today. Was that a message to Dylan Holloway, or is conversely that out of courtesy and respect for the the veteran guys that are here?
1: Yes, to both. Yes, to both. Um, you know, just because you're a first round pick, uh, you are not granted a top six position. Uh, and that, in, in so many ways, that's a positive sign for an organization uh, because it speaks to the depth and it speaks to the respect that management and coaching have for the players that are here. You know, I saw those goals he scored in Penticton, Bob. You know, he's impressive. Um, but you know, as as Kenny said yesterday, you know, we don't want him to be an eight minute guy. So he's either going to be on the power play, which how realistic is that? Not very. So he's going to have to learn to kill penalties once in a while. You want a guy like Holloway to be able to play 18 to 17, to 18 minutes a night. And right now, how does he do that? How does he do that in the top six? He can't. How does he do it in the top nine? He can't. So there, there's something to be said for, Sending a few messages, um, but I, you know, and, and I think Dylan Holloway knows that in order to get on this this squad, to get into a position where he's contributing on a regular basis, he has to earn it. At this point in his career,
0: John Shannon joining us. John, one final question for you. And I'm actually going to steal a line here from Cactus Jack. He says, "If John's on twice a week and he's on the dream team, does that make him Johnny Cochran?"
1: <laughs> well. Let me just put it this way. If if uh, the glove don't fit, you can't equip. So,
0: there you go. Are you, wasn't
1: it you got to quit? <laughs> I don't know. I was just a kid when O.J. got found uh, got oh, innocent. Sure. I was just a kid. Uh, I was a kid. Come on, man. You saw Larry Lund playing in his prime? <laughs> I did. I loved Larry Lund. I love Larry Lund was a hell of a hockey player.
0: I saw him play with the Houston Arrows in the mid-1970s when they'd come in and blow up yeah. the Edmonton Oilers back in the day. People are going, who the hell is Larry Lund? Uh, the first... Oh,
1: listen, we're not going to get into WHA trivia now, are we, Bob? No, but
0: I was going to say, on, I now. did not know that the Penticton Hockey, the Okanagan Hockey School, was basically the first... Sort of real hockey school out there in the early 1960s. I know, I, and I did not know that Larry Lund ended up owning half of Penticton down the road. Who knew? Larry, I
1: tell you what, tell you what. Larry Lund and Larry Hale were two legends in Penticton, two great hockey players. Larry Lund was a legend in Phoenix when he played for the Roadrunners and then the Arrows. And Larry, Larry Lund's winery is still a great winery up there on the on the bench in Aromatic called Red Rooster.
0: There you have it. I got to go there, man.
1: It's,
0: oh, don't worry, Bob. We'll get you there. Okay. Well, you weren't there this year, John. Where the hell were you? Now you're. In, are you in Alberta as we speak? Oh yeah. 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 All right. Well, I'm a, little, I'm a little busy, you know. I'm consulting. I, I've heard that about <laughs> you. You're consulting. How about it? Thanks for your time, John. <laughs> See, you later. See you later. Bye. That is John Shannon, our NHL insider for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Uh, we will mention to you at this time that it is 122 in Edmonton, and you are listening to Oilers Now. You know, Alana Moore said has some great songs, but uh, she did the both anthems one time when she uh, during the Stanley Cup back in 07 when Ottawa was there. Underwhelming, in my opinion. I mean, who am I? I, I like Jim Cornelson, right? So uh, out of Chicago, that's a guy. Big pipes. It's getting cooler out there. You know what that means? Hockey's here. It also means it's time for you to think about upgrading your truck or SUV. Our friends at Brent Ridge Ford actually have some inventory how about 21 new and used ford suvs all have warranty and many have subsidized interest rates as well in addition there are a number of off make suvs at Brent Ridge Ford. That count today is around 25, and they got used trucks and a lot as well. All units are priced competitively, and of course, Brent Ridge always treats their customers fairly and boasts an outstanding service department. Uncle Milt, Johnny, Rich, and the gang happy to look after your vehicle needs. Give them a call at 780 352 6048 and remember, cars cost less out in Watasken. That is Brent Ridge Ford. Quick update on the Orders Now Injury Report brought to you by James H. Brown, Injury Lawyers. Unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. Uh, the Oilers uh, LBI for Cody Ceci. He's going to be out the first three days. Uh, Carter Savoy was getting an MRI and an LBI yesterday. Uh, wrist issue, hand issue for Ty Tulio Not on the ice. Raphael Lavoie. We never. I, I believe it's a lower body issue for him. Uh, I might have. I'm going to check on uh, Lavoie for tomorrow. Some reason I thought it was a uh, lower body challenge. He's, he missed all of uh, the development camp and also was not at the rookie tournament. Uh, Slater Cuckoo, Rich Winter passing along to Ken Holland that Slater Cuckoo uh, was dealing with the mental health and uh, was not going to be at training camp as well. One twenty-seven in Edmonton. You can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. It's going to be interesting. Going to be interesting this year. Got a lot. Uh, Bob, Nurse and Paul Yarvey, Orion McLeod, a few mils. It's a shame. That one comes to us from BB. Bob, your lineup is sounding stacked and getting better. We'll miss Brian Lawton's uh, insight. The text goes on to say, Oiters now is going to be tagged as uh, one of the uh, most plugged-in shows as Well, thank you for that. Uh, i Brian Lawton uh, will be making an appearance about once a month on Orders Now. I've stayed in contact with him. Uh, He was looking to get back into uh, hockey management, I will tell you. Uh, Brendan, I just had the uh, text line drop on me, by the way. Uh, I will tell you that uh, Brian was shortlisted uh, for a general manager's position that was filled uh, by another applicant uh, just before the NHL draft. We will head off to a global news, weather, traffic update. And when we come back, Kurt Hill, he spent time in the Chicago organization as an amateur scout. He is the Edmonton Oilers general manager, and he has a very different challenge than the one that he had last year with a loaded up Edmonton Oil Kings squad off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell.